The Weekly Dish Podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I am here with Meredith Deeds today. Hello. Welcome to the studio on this snowy day. We made it in. We did make it in. We did make it, it in. It wasn't nearly as harrowing as I was worried it might be. I know. I think we hit a sweet spot, to be quite yeah. honest with you, because the snow had kind of like chilled out. The plows had time to clear the highways. Which uh, they did. The blowing hasn't earnestly started, I think. Is it, I think is it's the beginning. blowing going to be a thing? I is think that... they said it's going to be hard. It's not going to be visible you know, like roads are not going to be visible for the blowing and the winds oh, later this right. afternoon. Okay, well, then we then we hit it right because I zipped right in here. Uh, yeah, I felt really good about it. Of course, the Jeep was sturdy and steadfast, yes. as she always is. <laughs> and uh, I felt like we were good. And I felt that we had to come and talk on the radio today because this is a perfect food weekend. It is. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. Last night, I was on the Twitters for a while doing work, and I was noticing that there was all of this, like, people posting pictures of Target, you know, or or grocery stores being, like, empty shelves and stuff. And oh. they were sort of saying, they were sort of ripping on us, saying, like, oh, my God, wussy Minnesotans, like, clearing out like you're in a big impending, you know, apocalypse. Right. You're still going to be able to go get, you know, food. And I'm like, it'll be fine. But that's not it. Like, that's not it like the narrative that we're now weaker than we used to be a generation or two ago because we're like collecting food you know for the weekend right i was kind of like guys this is actually a like this narrative needs to be spun because the truth is we're all just super psyched to have permission to hunker down exactly we we love that yes we love it in fact i think we're all sorry when Oh, it's only four inches. I was really hoping for 12 inches. I feel like I have failed the country when we only get like a couple of inches of snow. No, we need at least five plus. I want to sit down. In fact, I did yesterday. I, even before it started to snow, I was, I was prepared to cook all day, which I did. Good. And it was very fun. Nice. And I, you know, said I can't go out because it's just going to be, you know. Yeah icky outside so i'll stay inside yeah and so that's why i thought every minute of it yeah and i thought you know it's like the clearing of the grocery shelves isn't about like oh no you know fear i think it's a think it's like it's a party like it is it's like sweet i am totally down for cooking all night and all day tomorrow and i won't have to leave my couch i can watch stuff all day long and your pajamas in your pajamas and it's like an excuse because all the activities have been canceled i mean like your kids basketball tournament isn't happening today so now you've got some free time yeah yeah exactly you can soak in right i love it i think we're all very sorry when the snow doesn't hit us as hard as they say. Yeah. And granted, I'm not saying don't go out to restaurants if you want to go out to restaurants. I, right. You know, I know that they have a tough time and it's always like these kind of, especially on a weekend, sure. is a little bit freaky. But I think the neighborhood places, they still get people who walk in and who are like, you know. Absolutely. Not a big deal. Exactly. So I think it was okay. I did put a question on the Facebook, you guys, about... Uh, about this kind of snow, you know, cooking. I basically said, uh, when you heard you, we might be snowbound, what did it give you permission to cook? Because a lot of times it's like, I just get giddy knowing that I'm going to be able to go cook a bunch of stuff. So right. people have put up some good stuff. We're talking about saying? oh stuffed Italian shells, one of her family favorites for a snowy oh, that's day. that's a good one. I know. My friend Schmitty, uh, she was supposed to go to Iowa to door knock for Pete, but now she's got to figure out what to cook, she said. Um 
blueberry muffins out on the out of the Dayton's potluck cookbook. Ooh, that's pretty decent. That does sound really good. I got a shout. Baking is always a good choice. I think a lot of baking happens I, today. I, I, I think there's a myself. bunch situation happening across the country or across the state <laughs> well especially here because we're yeah. we the, we're the home of the bunch we are the home of the bunch um homemade salsa guacamole and chili we've got uh last night the fam experimented with cream cheese wontons i love that yes and then made egg rolls that's amazing kelly joe <gasps> that's so funny i, I actually had made some wontons ahead of time and like a, a, a few weeks ago for a, a column i did and i froze a bunch of them yeah and i brought them out yesterday and i put them on my back porch table to stay cold i was gonna make them last night forgot all about them you gotta dig them out (laughs) you're gonna have to dig those babies out i I don't know i hope i get to them before the squirrels do yeah Uh, honey if you're listening dave uh just reach out in the back dave you got a little assignment there guys you can do it get the wontons you can do um here's another thing shout out to all the uh people who are cooking sunday bolo today because today feels like a sunday and actually some people have monday off for Martin Luther King Day. So yes. it's kind of a maybe a long weekend. Oh, yeah. This is good. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Somebody made IP yogurt last night, which yes. I love to do. It's my favorite thing. So oh, my God. That later. It's totally good. Pork loin, pot roast, beef stroganoff. I feel we're very brazy. We're very uh, long, slow cooking the, the hearty meats. I love this. Well, this is when we have the, the time, right? This is when it we shines. Can, we can do it. Yes. I don't know what Madison tacos are. Someone says, oh. Oh, Madison, tacos. Madison tacos, and uh, I guess they're Madison's favorite beef oh, tacos. Somebody okay. named Madison, <laughs> or, Madison, or the famous Madison, Wisconsin taco. I know, which I don't be. know anything I'm about. I'm not sure. Anyway, that's awesome. So, and yeah, shout out to all the Sunday Bolo kids who are making it today. Um, and I made wings last night. I made, I did in the air fryer. I did the instant pot chicken oh, wings, and then I used the air wow. fryer lid. You got the whole. Your kitchen was rocking the small appliances last it, night. I know. I had a. I had no c- counter space. I also made a massive bowl of popcorn, you guys, for just the beginning of the evening. Yes. And I have to tell you that just you know cooking like popping it i i always stovetop pop it but right. stovetop popping in ghee and then using the good butter you know my you deserve good butter mm, uh, good fat yeah, butter that yeah. was like the most decadent popcorn i've ever made oh yeah that, that was sounds, like that, that was definitely good. applying an inner park i've never popped in ghee before oh yeah so it's great I, how could it not be right because there's no solid so it doesn't All burn the good things right yeah it's perfect butter. all right so you've been traveling actually I let's have. talk about that i have just coincidentally um had two trips back to back almost i went to new orleans for a few days because my husband had a conference there so we were going but my but brought my kids because they're all over 21 now so it's like, this is a good thing why would you go to new orleans yeah if your kids aren't 21 yeah and had some great food had some had a disappointing experience Uh-oh. which i feel like i should share you should share so we went to galatoire's yeah very famous. I'm probably not saying, no, you're saying it, it right. perfectly. Um, At least what I think. Very famous place. It actually gets a, a lot of foodies get excited yeah. about this place. Yeah. And it's it's supposed to be that old time New Orleans service experience. The food's supposed to be, you know, good, but the service is supposed to be everything. So um, I make a reservation and perhaps that was the rookie error that I made uh, because a lot of people do just walk in. But I I. Um, make a reservation and immediately they take me upstairs, which I know is a problem because all the fun looks like it's happening on oh. the bottom floor. And we get upstairs and it is the it is the junior varsity team upstairs. <gasps> Weird. So nobody that is serving up there looks like they're over eighteen. And it was just the worst experience. And we it, we ordered 
all the things you order there. And the food was okay, except for one really, like we ordered asparagus with hollandaise sauce. This Classic. hollandaise was the weirdest stuff. It didn't have any flavor, and it, it just felt like, and it was cold, and it was almost like salt, like somebody had... <laughs> Like a salt lake, huh? Forgotten to oh. heat it. You know, oh. it was in a solid form. Oh. Like you could have scooped it with a... So, because, I mean, they do hold the sauces at temp. You know what I mean? And yeah. so if there's something went wrong with the temp, something that sauce was... horribly wrong. And nobody was doing any kind of supervising up there, which was super disappointing because let me tell you, that's not cheap. That no. That meal is not cheap. And there were five of us and it was expensive. And I was really... I was bitter. Did I you Did there. you complain? I... Uh, I did something I never do, <laughs> which was I was like TripAdvisor, Yelp. Oh, you I went, went on and did my thing because I was so angry about it. It was so clearly, you know, just an example of of a restaurant that didn't care, which shocked me because people love Galatoire's. Next night, though, going to Commander's Palace. I even call ahead of time. Like I, I, I just want to. If it's possible to get a good table, I'd like to get a good table. Like I'm already, yeah. And You're already aware. I'm, You're I'm like, I need a win loins. here. I'm and, girding my loins. I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to have the same experience. We walk into Commander's Palace, and from the second we walk in, because I wanted my kids to experience that real yes. old New Orleans service And old restaurants, because you don't is, really have that we up don't here. We have that kind of same thing here. So we go in, and they were perfect oh, from start to finish. The food was delicious and perfectly prepared. Um, the service, what is fun about Commander's Palace is no matter how many people you have around the table, it could be a party of two, it could be a party of ten. Yeah. They serve your meal all at the same time. Oh, God, I love that. So they have people, like, we had five at our table. Yeah. Five people came out, and at the same exact God, moment. God, that service doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen. And it is, so, folks, if you're going to New Orleans, Commander's Palace. Yeah. Don't, and I... You know, I thought Commander's Palace, eh, it's maybe cliched, whatever. I'd been there before, and I thought it was wonderful, but compared to Galatoire's, man, it really stood out. And um, and so I'm sure that those of you who, that have been to Galatoire's and had a great experience, I know it happens because lots of people love it. Yeah. It just didn't happen for me, and, and because it was so expensive, it made me angry. Oh, so sad. But Commander's Palace, delicious. So okay. and we did the beignets and all the things, and the kids had a good time. Good. All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, and people can ping you with uh, questions about they New can Orleans ping and all that kind of stuff. With all the questions, good. I love it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we have a great show today. You know, we're gonna talk about soup because Meredith just wrote a big old soup thing in the paper, and we are gonna talk about Paris Hilton's new cooking show, if you will. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this snowy, perfect food eating Saturday. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Meredith Deeds today. Yes. And Meredith, of course, is a, a contributing writer to the Star Tribune. And she just, I mean, my God, did you just like plan to have an entire section on soup this uh, week? On the coldest day of the year. And yeah. Wow. It, it was, it, it was okay. In it journalism, right. that was a peg. <laughs> we call that a peg. <laughs> and my editor texted, texted me that day and went, I can't believe it, but this is the perfect day for this. So. This is amazing. Excellent. So tell us about your soup story. So, well, and um, also you're the soup queen. Yeah. Well, I did write a book, uh, 350 sensational soup. <laughs> and, I didn't Which was that the year that you didn't have to chew, is yeah, what I want to say. It like was it, was, the, it was the year of spoons. <laughs> 
and no forks. My kids were so excited to see a fork on the table again. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we I did a feature on um, soups and have spent a lot of quality time with soups in my culinary career. Um, and really, it was just kind of the, the, the beauty of soup is that it's so easy. It's so, so easy. easy. It can be quick. It can be long to yeah. cook, but it's, it's not complicated. There's nothing hard about it. No. And, um, and when you've just come off of weeks of holiday, elaborate, entertaining, you know, stressful cooking, sometimes, uh, soup, I yeah. mean, that's going to make you feel good. It is. So, and especially, you know, when it's snowy or, or cold, it just, it just makes you feel There's just something, cozy. yeah, something about like sitting on your couch wrapped in blankets and the sweaters and a, you know, and you have your big steamy bowl. That's right. That's it. And like, cause that's it. Cause it is also like the bowl or a mug. It's portable. You can be anywhere and eat it. You don't have to sit down and have a big fork knife balanced on your, right. you know what I mean? Like there's it's, a lot of, there's a lot of bonuses with soup. It is. There's a, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good stuff and and you know the garnish is alone you know come <laughs> we can, on we can talk about that forever but um what do you think about people who are because i for me soup was a thing that i first and we've talked about this on the show before but that to me once i figured out how to build soup then yes. I, it's like once you figure out how to right. do it you can do it you can do any soup you can and it really just kind of starts it, it it's it's very true and i i talk about that in the feature a little bit um you got to think about the kind of soup you want. Are you are you hankering for something brothy or right. something, uh, you know, dark and full flavored yeah. and or chunky or creamy or what, pureed vegetal smooth? Right. You just have to know. decide what it is you're looking for. Yeah, you have to look through your refrigerator and figure out what you have. Yeah, and then um and then you can you can decide from there how to go with it. If you're looking for hearty. Uh, bigger flavors, bolder flavors. You're, you're maybe you're going to want to brown that meat or roast those vegetables to get a more intense, hearty flavor. If you're looking for something light like that, you know, famous chicken noodle yeah. soup that's just sort of um, very, very uh, light flavors. Then maybe you just saute those vegetables lower and slower so they are sweet and not and yeah. not brown. Th- these are the easy things. And then you and then you build from there. Right. It, it could be anything you've got in your refrigerator. Um there's nothing to be scared of when it comes to making soup. What's a good what's a good entry level soup? What do you think is a good way to start in on your soup journey? Well gosh, there's again there's so many and they're so easy. It really does depend on what you like. A a, a basic chicken noodle soup. There just couldn't be anything easier is just saute a little bit of onion and carrot and celery if you like that and add some uh chicken broth if you are stock if you've got homemade dynamite but if you've purchased like a low a low sodium chicken stock that's okay too add some boneless skinless chicken thighs in there just to slowly poach them pull Mm. them out shred them um add if you're adding the chicken thighs in there, are you doing them with the fat on and everything? I don't. I, I in that particular case, I would uh, just add the boneless, skinless, okay, and put them in there and just cook them until they're you know it only takes fifteen or twenty minutes yeah. until they're done. Slow simmer, and then also I would add I would add a couple of sprigs of of fresh thyme. Thyme is good as a thyme is critical in soup making. I add I do, it to I agree. almost every soup. Yeah. Um, and I like to add the sprigs because then I don't have to pull all those little leaves off. They Time just kind of frustrating. fall off yeah. on their own. Yeah. And then you just pull out the sticks yeah. when you're done. 
Um, and then and then you're going to want to pick out that that perfect noodle. I like the extra wide kind of egg noodles. Yeah. Sometimes I make my own noodles because they're Ooh. really easy. But it does take another. That's another. That's another of time. thing. You don't have that's to a do project. It. That's a Sunday that's a project. That's a project. You, you don't have to do it. Just get those extra wide, good egg noodles. Those um, I, I'm trying to remember the name Manowitz or whatever. Oh, um, yeah. And then uh, and then add that chicken back in at the last second, and you are done. And then that is a lovely, lovely, lovely meal. Yeah. And what could what could it's be a wrong? full meal too? I know Hanson and I used to talk joke about it because her husband Kurt was always like, "Soup is not a meal." Oh, it definitely <laughs> could be a meal. And I was like, "Well, then you're making it wrong, Hanson, right. because like it can be a meal." Like <laughs> that's right. You know, and I think in it's the very I'm only things. outing her because she's in the islands, and we are allowed to do oh, that when yeah. she's having sun fun. I've seen her. We get to yeah, out her exactly. So she would. There was a long time where she wasn't making soup with stock. She was just using water. Oh, and I was like, so that's part of it. Like it's not filling enough. It doesn't. Right. There's not enough like guts to it. That right. I right. think you need that fullness. Sure. Viscosity, sure. even. You know, of stock. It's, if it's especially if it's really good stock. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when that's when taking it up a notch and making your own. Right. Like in the IP, which is my favorite way to do. Which it. is your favorite? Way. Okay. Here's a question for you that I feel like people would ask. You know, the idea of of when they if you want like a smooth a smooth pureed smooth smooth pureed <laughs> soup and people are like put it in a blender and all this kind of stuff do you do that um it depends on if i'm looking for something really really silky smooth i do put it in the blender and you have to be kind of careful, you know, you know, you don't want to fill it up to the top. It's you, a hot soup situation. Yeah, this is gotta, what drives me oh, crazy. I have literally been I was in a I was at a cooking class years and years and years ago and the and and um the instructor had put a had put the soup hot soup he was pureeing right to the top and didn't like loosen the the top or put a cloth over it. And steam builds up when yeah. you're when you're pureeing that soup and will explode right out of that blender. And it, it just everywhere. everywhere. Did you like step, slowly step back? I, I mean, did, but yes. I saw him doing it. But the people in the front row, they got they got doused. Anyways, be careful. Uh, always always only fill it up halfway and always loosen the top up a little bit so there's a way for the seam to escape. And I always put a towel over the top. I'm but just, that's the best way to get really, even an inversion. Immersion. Blender, immersion blender. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Um, that were the kind of stick that you stick into the that's pot. That's what I use. Cause and I don't I like that too, but I can't get it as smooth as like my, my, I have a it's Vitamix. True. It's true. Oh my gosh. That just gets it all silky smooth. So that's, that's nice. And, but it's not necessary. I mean that if you, any soup can be rustic and doesn't need to be yeah. pureed. It just depends on what you want. Yeah. It's soup is, is an easy thing to make yours. What would you make today for soup? Oh my gosh. What would be okay. your today soup? Well, <laughs> Can I say what I made yesterday? Yes. Okay. I made French onion soup yesterday. That is a thing I still need to try. I've never made it. Oh. I know. It is a thing. And um and it takes a while. It's a it's a it's a lesson in patience. Yeah. Because caramelizing onions takes a long time to yeah. do it right. Yep. And I was looking at a Thomas Keller recipe yesterday. You know, his French onion soup. Even after the stock is made, because, you know, you make your own stock, um, that takes 12 hours. And then the soup itself takes uh, it takes five or six hours just caramelizing the onions. Yeah. And we're not braising any meat in this soup. We're just caramelizing onions, and that takes four hours all on its own. So, um, in his. It doesn't have to take quite that long, but it does take a long time to really low and slow caramelize, because there's a really important 
distinction between burnt and caramelized. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you All guys. Right. We're going to come back and we're going to finish talking about soup. And then we're going to get into some Paris Hilton chat. Oh, we'll be Paris right back. Hilton. This is the Weekly Dish. Dishers, it's Stephanie Hansen, and I know that we've talked about the fact that I'm a breast cancer survivor. And before I was diagnosed, I was always pretty careful about eating organic produce. I bought hormone-free meat, but the one thing I never thought about was what I was putting on my skin or the deodorant I was using, and what you put on your body is as important as what you put in it. The United States allows many toxic ingredients that other countries do not allow in their skincare and makeup lines, but when you shop at Lakewinds Co-op, all their makeup and skincare is carefully evaluated and they only allow items that are free of parabens, triclosan, and many other ingredients that they ban from their store. So you don't have to look at all the labels and try to figure out what has chemicals and what doesn't. Just get all of your makeup and your body products at Lakewinds Co-op because they've got clean skincare and makeup. They have a variety of price points and no membership is required to shop Lakewinds. Everyone is welcome to shop at the Co-op. So shop Lakewinds in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield, and they have delivery from Instacart. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you guys are tucked in somewhere or, uh, you know, got a hot cup of something in your, in your hands and are kind of ready to, ready to, to roll through your kitchen today, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. Oh yeah, it's the, it's the day. It's the good stuff. Do it. Um, someone who's rolled through a kitchen <laughs> is Paris Hilton. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this. I did put the YouTube link up on the Facebook page, uh, Cooking with Paris. If you haven't seen it, um, it's it's amazing. I mean, even Chrissy Teigen made like a joke about it on Twitter the other night. It's kind of like, here's the thing. The funniest part to me about all of this was uh, Bon Appetit, you know, sends out their, their newsletter. They have a little, you know, newsletter that right. comes to your mailbox, inbox. And they were ripping on it. Like in the... It's hard not to. <laughs> this way but i was sort of like they don't rip on anybody they don't really dig into that but it's you guys paris hilton and i mean where has paris been am i just like where has she been she's been off the radar for so long right what a great way for her to reemerge! cooking with (laughs) paris she has decided she is launching a cooking youtube channel and so she has inaugurated this endeavor I'm here for it too. I'm really here for it. I really want you guys. Okay, so Hope Hope has got some clips that she's going to play because basically what we're I'm going to set you up with the fact that this is Paris Hilton. Uh, She opens with her with her long sleep sweeping blonde hair. It's a lot of hair. It's a lot of hair, and it gets real close to the food. I'm not going to lie. What's in the food? (laughs) She holds a dog in the beginning. She's got fingerless gloves on. (laughs) I know. The fingerless gloves were so great. And she's cooking in her mansion's kitchen where she doesn't actually know where most of the stuff is. It's amazing. All right, so give us the video. Give us some stuff, Hope. Okay, so I fast forwarded a little bit, but so she's kind of far along making lasagna. She's making her mother's lasagna, by the way. Here we go. Let's give a listen. (laughs) I was supposed to chop these onions and garlic, but I feel my lasagna should not have onion or garlic in it. (laughs) So now we have all the ingredients ready. We have the cheese, we have the sauce, and the noodles are just finishing up. (laughs) Noodles, drain them. 
she really? Wow. I know. Which authority? I actually brought these, so if I was going to cut onions. Her sunglasses. Oh, that's right. She put on sunglasses. Sparkly sunglasses. Yeah. Kind of helps with tears. Just, I don't know, ruining your mascara. You always need to make sure to check on the sauce, because if it gets burnt, then the whole thing is ruined. I should listen to my own advice, because it's on blaring hot. I should put it to simmer. Okay. All right, so now we have everything. Let's make lasagna. First, start off the first layer she's okay so so the thing that is the most amazing about this she first of all she 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 gets all the stuff and she's this is a cooking show right but she basically has you know she's she says she's steaming her noodles by putting them in the boiling (laughs) pot of water and she says it like three times and then she's like i really would have rather had the baked or the kind that you don't need to boil and then she brings out cheese and she has to grate it and she's like and this is just really hard and i just really wish i would have bought the pre-shredded cheese and so she talks about how she actually would rather not be doing the cooking like it's basically (laughs) she wants to assemble this situation together you know what i mean right yes she she clearly has people do that for her and why is she here doing it is amazing people come with her it is but i think my favorite part is where she's looking for something to stir the meat she pours her meat into you know a skillet with a by the way she pours a little bit of olive oil in there and then wipes it out because it's too much and so she and she's also got a non-stick skillet which is even funnier right but she's she pulls it out because it's too much fat and she she basically then throws the meat in and then she's trying to figure out how to stir it around she goes to these drawers (laughs) the other side of the island and looks around and of course i love when i see rich people just have the same crappy plastic you know like utensils that everyone else does and she's just looking around and she pulls out <laughs> she's spatulas and she's right. got like three spatulas like for the grill like right. fry spatulas that she's like and she has three in her hand and she's using two of them to push at the meat <laughs> and, and then one it's is metal in that poor nonsense yes, that was the other thing and then the other part is that she grabs a potato masher yeah. <laughs> and we see her potato mashing the meat okay that is a legit technique there i use that myself Good Lord, Meredith. <laughs> hey, that's how you get broken up. But no, 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 no. I, but she... like a giant metal grill spatula to like poke at the meat. Yeah, I was feeling for those pans. I was thinking I was those feeling were for I was feeling for that little dog. That little dog I, there was so a dog scared. You beginning. know that she has dipped him a little too close to that, you know, oh, to God. that stove before. I also love the fact that it's very clear to me that she doesn't clean anything up. Like, he has people no. to do that. Because she was just throwing things in the sink, like towels and everything. And, like, wrappers were just yes. all over the place. I was like, this girl doesn't clean no, anything up she herself. Doesn't have, she's got somebody to do she's that. She's got people People for that. right behind her. I know. But <laughs> here's the other thing. That lasagna she made. So, in the end, she takes this ricotta. She throws in a bunch of grated mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she cooks meat and throws can't you know a jar of spaghetti sauce on top that's right. her bolo okay and so she basically then her layers special recipe she could <laughs> she puts the noodles down she puts sauce noodles uh you know cheese sauce or noodles sauce cheese the whole thing mm-hmm. but she puts it in this it's like this massive <laughs> giant thing it's mostly i think it's mostly cheese and sauce you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> And I can think there's no way this girl eats more than like a two, a bite or so. Of right. That, you know, right. I mean, like, it's just it's huge. It's monstrous. It's this massive thing. Anyway, it yeah. was it's she's it's just so funny to watch her 
talk and and the, but the fingerless gloves the fingerless gloves the hair perfect, the hair the hair getting so much extension and it's getting always, close she always holds her head to the side so that the hair falls perfectly yeah. in a cascading yeah in a way down the, and you know that those extensions are you could probably eat a bite and pull a big long hair Gross. extension out of that lasagna Gross. but here's the thing you guys is it satire or is it real oh it has got to be satire do you think of course of course because she's always been satire. Is I mean, she in as like the heiress satire? Yeah, that's just it. It's like rich girl cooking. Her, yeah, she's never been serious, right? I mean, no, she might be serious, but everyone <laughs> sees her as satire, right? <laughs> so it's like she doesn't know she's satire. Yeah, that's in a be. weird way. I don't know if she's serious, joke, but. Oh, my God. Well, she kept saying how she hasn't made this since she was four years old. And she has never cooked in this <laughs> kitchen that she's in. she definitely making it at four years old. I know. And then she was like, but I haven't. She's like, she hasn't cooked in the kitchen that she's in ever. She was like, this is my first time cooking here. So I'm like, why did she? Who decided, hey, you should do a cooking? And there's right. graphics. There's like, oh, it's produced. There, yeah, like, there are graphics. Some and some, yeah, there's some weird graphics. I, I got to tell you, I I am here for Paris Hilton I'm like cooking gonna, series on YouTube. I'm subscribing. I'm here. I'm subscribing. I don't want to miss a I don't want to miss a moment. I know. And yes, it is a bit of hate watching which I normally don't condone, but, but I this think is so, this is what this is made for. I think she understands. I do love and I you know and, and some people were like, "We love the reality of it." And I was like, "But it's not, it's not really real. Re- like they're like, "I'm a messy cook too." I'm like, "No, this isn't this is the heiress. This yeah. is uh, this is the rich mansion, like not real girl making right. like lasagna. Like that's the bit. Yes, it's not like about being a real person. It's it's yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. No one's gonna confuse her with a real person. Everything was set up like she had perfect Instagram moments and she had her tea towels all set out. Like yes. I feel like those tea towels were either like she's gonna sell them or something. You know, Something's they all have little phrases about being the queen and everything and, else. And the I loved her her shirt, the sweatshirt she yeah, wore. Yeah, the rainbow thing. With the huge rainbow. Then the cloud, <laughs> the happy cloud. Anyway, so you guys should check it out. It's a lot of good fun. Yes. You know, it's basically uh, a giggle. It is a giggle. It is a giggle. And I think like if you think about other cooking shows that you would want to watch, you know, there are a lot of them that I think don't compare with this one. No, <laughs> not much compares with this. No, not at all. Um, but OK, so we are going to talk about another little dude on the cooking, but we're going to talk about that in another segment later yes. this hour, because we do understand that people want, you know, during these times of the super simmering and everything else, sometimes you want to dig into shows or, you, do. you know, good stuff like that. So we want to make sure that we give you all of the YouTube and all of the movie possibilities that you can possibly want. Oh, um, yes. Quick question about Paris Hilton. What? Does she, what is her, like, what is she, she used to have TV shows, right? Did you ever watch her back then? Oh, gosh, The Simple Life. Was that Did you watch The Simple called? Life? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw a few of those. Yeah? Yeah. I don't remember. I was trying to remember what her show was or what she's, but she, but I'm right in that she hasn't been around for a while, right? She seems like she's been dormant for a bit. Yes. Okay. That's I'm just and, and this is her, this is the big comeback. This it's is the big, why does everybody want a cooking show? I don't know. Well, especially people that don't cook. Why right. do they want a Why cooking they want show? A cooking show. I, I couldn't tell you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to have the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So make sure that you give us a call, 651-641-1071. We're going to be able to talk about uh, soups. We can do more yes, soup talk. please. We, uh, we have a lot of great, if you have ideas of what you want to cook today or things that you are looking for uh, advice or inspiration, we are here for you. This is my, this is uh, the weekly day on my talk 1071.
All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, this is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show again. So if you guys want to give us a call, 651-641-1071. We did get a caller who called in and said to let us know that Paris has been DJing in Ibiza. Of course she has. In Ibiza. Of course she And I she think has. that that is spectacular. <laughs> because if you're going to have a side gig like as a celebrity, yeah. it might as well be that. It might as well Good be. Good for her. Um, another a gig that you may want to consider. You yes. just told me about this. Yes. What's up? This, so this is a gig that uh, that I'm trying to figure out how I can get an in on. Um, <laughs> it's on Great Blasket Island in Ireland. So remote Irish island is looking for two people to come for seven months out of the year and run a little coffee shop i think there's not very many other people on this island (laughs) and i'm pretty sure there's there's no pay involved no it looks like it says job vacancy a unique position required looking for long-term management of island accommodation and coffee shop couple or two friends first of april through october uh, accommodation and food provided. Yeah. So they give you a place to live. Yeah. They give you you have food that you can eat. Right. And then you go and you live there and run their coffee shop. Exactly. And, oh, and the, do the, not leave us for this. The thing is, <laughs> I think that, so I was um, seeing that like thousands of people have been applying to this. Wow. It sounds like a good gig for to a lot of people, inc- including me, although, <laughs> although I, I'm afraid that I would be excited for the first month and then be trying to look for a way off the island. Yeah, this is what it says great blaskets attractions all revolve around the great outdoors walks on the green road and mountain tracks attractive flora and fauna prehistoric remains abundant sea life and extensive bird life are among its listed charms so if if any of that seems like not enough for you (laughs) i'm just afraid that this is like some creepy um like they're trying to oh this is a midsummer moment Or that, or that movie where the girl marries into the family, and the whole thing is like the the they just have a game of hide and seek, and they just try to kill her. The oh, whole I don't movie. know. Is that Hereditary? It, or no? I, I have no, to watch Hereditary. No, 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 no. I I can't even. Remember anyway, the name, someone out there knows. Okay, but um, point is, I'm. I think this could be a very good and terrifying movie that I would not want to star in. I don't know. And so oh, I would wonder about that. There's no Wi-Fi. Wait a minute. Oh, the island oh. in southwest Ireland is constitu- is and constituting the most westerly point in Europe is largely unspoiled, but also has no Wi-Fi, electricity, or hot water yeah, for showers. Breakers, pass. Probably for oh. everyone. Hard, hard pass. <laughs> Sorry, hard I'm pass. withdrawing my application. Even drinking water is limited, with visitors advised to bring their own. Yeah. There is a little wind turbine that generates enough electricity to charge one device, so you are not completely cut off. So that's the thing. If it's a wind turbine that generates enough electricity to <laughs> brew the coffee, I don't know what else that... Le- I mean, let me put it this way. Book lovers, this is your shot. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is your shot. Well, this is a YouTube channel in the making, yeah. isn't it? I mean, you Well, can, you don't have Wi-Fi, so you're not well, posting. You you're not posting. You're not posting. You have to figure out a way to make that happen. Electricity. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would like to follow up on this in a year. Yes. <laughs> I would like to follow up Who and took see what's it up. And how'd they do? Yeah. God, that's so interesting. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call. If you have any questions, suggestions, any shout-outs to your plow people, I would like to shout-out 
to my neighbor, Dave, who plowed me out this morning before I even got like up and I love him and I'm going to make him amazing. I make him cookies. That is a very nice thing. I I will say the same shout out to my husband, Dave. There it is. Here's to the Daves Daves in the world. Daves are good. Plowing us out so we can get here and chat. I know. Well done. I'm going to make Dave, my Dave, neighbor Dave, some uh, I believe some peanut butter chocolate chip cookies as a thank you for that. Oh, that is so That's nice. That's what I do for him. I bring him over in a little tin and he's, he's happy and he's oh, amazing. Oh, I'm sure he's happy. I'm the divorced lady on the block, so it's like, you know. <laughs> Making cookies. I love it. Like, <laughs> totally. They help me out with all the things. I know. Let's talk about your cake. Oh, okay. Situation. Okay, so yesterday when I was busy making my uh, making my French onion soup in between stirring my caramelized onions for four hours, I was toasting sugar. Okay. And why? And why would why you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> so anybody who uh, is um, a, f- a fan of Serious Eats and, and Stella Parks and Brave Tart, she's got a cookbook. She's their pastry chef person. Yeah. She talks a lot about how terrific it is to toast sugar, which you can do. Now, this is not caramelizing sugar. I know. I'm like, aren't we melting it? Doesn't it just melt? No, it does not. So caramelized sugar melts, because sugar melts at a certain point. Right. But you can, below that point of heat, you know, uh, toast it. Okay. So it turns tan. So you do it in the oven, like 300 degrees for a couple hours, stirring every, you know, half an hour. 300? 300. Wow. And it becomes kind of a dark tan. And her feeling is that it uh that it uh is much more complex in flavor it's not as sweet so it takes some of that really jarring like sweetness away from sugar yeah <laughs> which i mean you are using sugar because you're trying to get something to be sweet but um but anyways uh and then i so i i toasted my sugar she really just thinks it's not a caramel flavor at all. It's just more complex okay. flavor. So then I took that sugar and used it in a, in a thing I thought would highlight its uh, complexity, which is angel food cake. Homemade angel food cake, which right now, Miss Stephanie March is about I'm to try. I'm smelling and biting now. I brought her a piece. Can I tell the difference? Can you? Here's the thing. I don't love angel food cake. Oh. <laughs> but I will tell you that this is delicious. <laughs> this is delicious. Yeah, it's it's homemade angel food cake, but do you feel like the the flavors are deeper, more complex, more interesting? I do. I do actually. All right. I do. Very good. I feel like it has and I mean, maybe it's also because I think most angel food cake tends to be just whipped trash, you know, right. because it's just like gummy. <laughs> right. And maybe like, you know, and most of it is probably from a store. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody who makes makes making it from. Scratch. But I, I will say this has like I would keep going at this because of the sweet flavor. Yeah. So I would um, say yes. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I I didn't wasn't um, tasting it quite as much, but I am very happy to hear she is all about it. You and know what I, it is? And I do really respect Stella Park, so. Marshmallowy. Yes. That's what and I that get. would be That's another really good use for this. Marshmallows. Yeah. And she uses it also in her hot chocolate mix. She uses it in, in meringues, everything. I'm going to let Allie taste this yeah. when she comes in because yeah. she is this, she's my sweet sugar face. 
oh, then she should definitely try that. But that is, I get a marshmallowy vibe from it. Yes. Like well, right away. Because it's a little toasted, right? Yeah. It's got that little bit it of toastiness. So Ooh, like um, for those of you that are, are hunkering down and have nothing else in your pantry but sugar. I wonder if, could I use those in my cookie? Could I toast them? You can use it in anything. And then just, so here's the. Because that would be better than, like that and brown right. sugar would be amazing. Right. Exactly. So um, you can use it as soon as it's cool. You can use it in anything. And, and if it's uh, clumped up on you, you can just toss it in your food processor and zip it. And zip it up. Is it, and are you doing it on like a, did you do like a pastry uh, uh, parchment paper on the no, so this was just in a glass baking dish, okay. so like a Pyrex dish, okay. and like four pounds of sugar, and so you have it for you have loads oh, of sugar, yeah, and you can use it, like I said, in anything, and so three hundred um, for just for until like, it turns toasty brown, right? For like two hours, two to four hours, and and you can depend depending on how much time you have, but I think after two is is just fine. I okay. think that you're getting the 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 impact there. Okay. And if you have more time, then do it, but stir it every 30 minutes. Okay. I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna do it. Excellent. I think that's kind of fun. Uh six five one six four one one oh seven one if by any chance you're just still thinking about giving us a call. Um if you have any questions or anything like that. Any uh, on toasted sugar? On, to- on toasted <laughs> sugar. I mean, that is kind of a new thing. They, I'm going to go back to the question, you guys, of the day, which of course is, "What are you cooking today?" As we know and love, all this kind of good stuff. A lot of, again, a lot of beef burgundy crock, uh, you know, stuff in the crock pot. Uh, banana bread, though, there is a lot of baking going on. There's banana bread. Someone oh, yes. uh, did say that there was. Um, that they were doing, they were trying to attempt bread today. Like, okay. just straight up their own bread. Yeast bread, yeah. yes. And that is, a, you know, and then there's the focaccia seems to be the bread of the moment, by the way. and Don't you find that? And it's easy. Everyone is talking about, like, the, but they want to make it in a day. Sure. <laughs> well, that's okay. You Here's can make, me. You can make a good focaccia in a day. I just want to make it. I don't want to have to be like, oh, I'm supposed to let that rise for a whole day. Oh, like a whole day? Oh, you don't God. have to let it rise for a whole day. I mean, I swear. All right. We're going to take a quick break you guys when we come back we're gonna have the second hour of the show and you don't want to miss it because we are talking instant pot we're gonna talk about shows to watch while the sauce boils and of course we have top two 